On today's video, we are going to take a look at Natstock. So let's get started. But what the freaking flying fridge is Nordic American Tanker? It does seem like every YouTuber right now is actually making a video about this stock. And I guess to be a cool YouTuber, you actually have to make a video of this stock. Unfortunately, I missed the lesson that everybody took that made them a professional oil tanker company. So I have to go and do this my own self. All right, guys, obviously, as you can see by this cheap suit jacket that I have on, I am now a professional oil tanker trader like the rest of YouTube. Just kidding. I know pretty much nothing about oil tankers still, but I pretty much got the basics right now. So I just want to talk. I know there's a lot of people talking about this company right now. So I actually just wanted to share the overall basics of this company and what they do. And then the most important thing, I want to take a look at future growth for this company and past growth of this company and understand why there's such a big noise happening with Natstock. Hopefully it's Natstock. Natstock is fine to call it. Or people are going to be like, NAT stock, fool. Natstock. Natstock. All day. So I pulled up a few articles that I've been reading for the past few hours, and I already took a look at this company's past historical information. So um, there's going to be a lot of information here. So I hope you guys enjoy. First, just pretty much what the basic stuff that Nordic does. So Nordic operates a fleet of tanker ships that transport crude oil around the globe. And it's just one of the several stocks in this industry, right? So Nat is not the only company that does this. There's definitely, there's a lot of different companies on. And after I started reading, I understood where it was going, right? So this right now, originally, this company is meant to transport oil from one sector of the world to another. If you guys have been following world news, we know that right now there is a huge supply growth of, of oil, uh, Russia and the Middle East are both pumping out oil and oil and oil. There has been some form of agreement to slow that down, but it's still an in, um, increased amount compared to the same time last year. And we're going to take a look at that, at those numbers in a bit. But right now, with the shutdown happening and with everything closing down, people are not driving. Airplanes are, are down. Cruise lines are down. So all the all the actual demand for oil has, has dropped. So now with oil demand dropping, these companies that usually would store oil um, don't have any more place to store them because since no one's using it, their inventory is just building up. So companies like this, which originally are meant to just deliver oil, tanker ships, right? They're just meant to deliver oils. They're like, wait, right now, no one is needs our oil to be delivered. So we need to come up with some new way to make money. So what they ended up becoming is more of a... a more of a, a storage place as well. So right now they're they're also working as a storage, more of a storage facility type of place to make sure that hey we're holding on to the oil until oil demand comes back up and then we'll be able to continue our normal operations. And this is where this company is actually making a nice amount of money. But one thing to note is this conditions the chances of it lasting forever is pretty low. I mean. So right now, these companies, these tankers are taking huge advantage of the current market, which again, that's more on their move, right? They're trying to build as much cash as they can um, while things are, are hot in their sector. All right. So now we now we understand why um, what this company is doing. We understand why this company is going up 
and going up pretty dramatically. But what I don't like right now is this is not something that's gonna keep going. So this to me, it just seems like it's something for a short-term trade. And if you guys have been watching my channel, I'm not much of a short-term trader. I'm more of a long-term investor. I'm not smart like the, like these short-term traders. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a dumb guy. So normally I, I keep with long-term investments on companies that I feel can make me company can make me money in the future. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm slow and steady type of guy. So here there is some pretty cool, some pretty cool articles in the Motley Fool if you guys want to read through them. But I've, I've just highlighted the important information that I, I got out of there. Um, first here we're seeing how there, these four tanker stocks. Um, they show here. So they show Nat, Nordic American Tankers. They show Visacos Energy Navigation, TK Corp, and Scorpio Tankers. So these are four oil tanker companies. And since April, early April to late April, some these companies have grown ridiculously. One of the biggest one is actually Nat Stock, and Nat Stock has grown about 110%. In the past few days, with the with the, the world actually seeing some form of reopening, um, these prices have gone down. But look, 111% growth in just a month, 76% growth, 63%, 50% for all these companies here. Now let's take a look at how much they have fallen in just the past few days. So this is taking a look at April 28th to April 30th, so in just the past two days, most of these companies have dropped in the mid-teen values. Um, that, that stock, one of the biggest ones that everybody's talking about, has dropped about 12.6%. Now let's take a look at how this company is doing today. Today, this company is up 2%. Uh, so sitting at $6.19, but let's just take a look at in the past month. In the past month, this company has gone to its up of $7.34, and from its peak right now, it's still down about 15% from its peak in just April 28th. And before we begin, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, the thumbs up, and the bell. It helps out the small channel out so much, and I love providing information on the stocks. This is what I literally breathe and eat, and it, I enjoy it so much, and I appreciate all the support that I'm getting from you guys. So just a few more articles before we take a look at this company's financial history. Um, first, Nat, for example, says that shareholders, it tells the shareholders that dividends will remain a priority. Um, so right now with them collecting a bit more cash, I wonder if this company is going to increase its dividend for the upcoming quarter. But remember, the stuff like this is not going to last forever. So even if they do increase their dividends, I wonder if they're going to drop it back down in following quarters. And we can and, and next we're going to take a look at this article that talks about a tanker company and the rates just to give us the overall understanding of how how charging has changed for this company. So early last Wednesday, this company was charging about $90,000 for rates along the Middle East to China. And then late last week, they actually started changing, or charging about $125,000. So in just a matter of a few days, the company actually increased dramatically. And then just on March 20, on March 30th, this company was charging about $180,000. So you can see this company is doing, is doing the same amount of work. It's doing the same amount and that's probably going to take the same amount of cost, but now it's charging way more money. So their margins for quarter one and quarter two are going to increase dramatically. This company also says that quarter two now looks to be one of the greatest quarters in history for large crude carriers. But unfortunately, like I said, right, this is something that's not going to last forever. It's only going to be a matter of time before things go back to normal. And even if they don't go back to normal to a new normal, 
production crude consumption is going to go back so these companies are going to go back to charging lower rates but right now while they can they are taking advantage and at the end of the day this is going to help these companies bring down their balance sheets they're going to be able to pay off more debt or maybe they're going to end up buying more ships to help increase their revenue later on just for an overall look of guidance a lot of these companies have actually increased their their 2020 guidance by about 50 to 120 to even 100 percent revenue growth and even earnings growth compared to what they originally had but now let's take a look at the company's historical data so right now i'm here on this awesome website lazyfa.com and here i get to see a lot of fundamental um fundamental information the first thing i wanted to take a look at is how revenue growth for this company has been so here we're taking a look at prior years 2019 2019 was the first year since 2015 that this company actually provided better revenue than the year before so we can see here 2015 um this is actual revenue right here that i'm looking in the top left 2015 this company provided more revenue than 2014 but then 2016 was a decline compared to 2015 2017 was a decline in revenue compared to 2016 and the trend continues 2018 was a decline compared to 2017 2019 was the first year that actually has been uh, a growing in in form of revenue but it's still nowhere near as high as it made in 2015 obviously I, I do think that 2020 is going to be a lot higher and we're going to see a growth there but what about the future what do they expect for 2021 next the next thing i wanted to take a look at is this company's cash flow statement so I, I feel like I get to learn a lot from where this company's cash flow comes from. Normally, on average, here on my top left, this is pretty much all the cash flow it does from its everyday activities. And on average, this company makes money from its everyday activities. There's only been a few quarters where it's actually lost money. So that's a good thing. I'm pretty sure that this quarter, this year, they're going to show a huge net cash flow from operations. But one thing I don't like is this company actually most of the years actually ends up selling its shares to build up equity it did that in 2019 it did it in 2017 it did it in 2016 2014 13 2012 2011 10 29 8 7 6 5 4. so if a company dilutes a share what it ends up meaning is more shares end up going into the market with more shares going into the market the average earnings per share decreases a good thing though this company does provide some form of dividend to its investors not by much we're gonna see this company has a dividend yield of like one percent and to me i would have thought this would be a higher a dividend play but it's not even a dividend play either all right next i'm in this awesome website simply wall street and here i wanted to take a look at this company's balance sheet first let's take a look this company has about 400 million dollars in debt it currently has about 50 million dollars in cash so it has it has very low cash compared to its current debt but again with this company owning owning ships tanker ships it can use those assets as collateral for this debt so that's not a bad thing the only thing i'm actually kind of excited about is this company will probably be making more money this quarter and the next quarter and if they're smart they should actually be using that money to pay down this debt and make their balance sheet look a lot nicer because to me right now this balance sheet does not look that nice at all i'll probably put it a below average um th than what i normally see all right so next i'm here in seekingalpha.com and seeking alpha i try i use this 
I use this website for um, for a few things, but one of the main reasons when looking at a stock is I like to look at this company's forward PE ratio on money they're expecting to make in the next two years. In 2021, this company is expected to make a non-GAAP earnings per share estimate of about 86 cents. With 86 cents and the company's current price, this gives this company a forward PE ratio of about seven. Seven is actually pretty low for if I was investing in a tech company. Um, right yeah it, the forward pe ratio should differ for everybody depending on the type of company they're going for me for example a tech company that's growing a forward pe ratio of somewhere between 20 to 25 with a good balance sheet would be amazing a purely growing company a company that's just growing dramatically can even go as high a forward pe ratio for me as as high as 40 and i would be okay paying with it but an oil stock um an oil company that actually has has had a once in a lifetime opportunity for the next few quarters to make a lot of money. But then after everything goes back to normal, things drop down. I'm not happy paying even a 10 forward PE ratio. A seven is okay. Maybe if this was a three forward PE ratio, I would be kind of excited to pay for this company. But at the same time, right, the, the what, what I saw about this company, this is not a growing company. It's only gonna grow for the next two quarters, okay? So for me, this is more of a short-term trade play. If you believe, if you believe the things are gonna continue how they are, and you believe the oil demand is gonna stay down, then in the short term run, this company can actually provide good returns. With such a, vol a volatile market, though, we saw in just the past two days it dropped about 15%. This is a very risky stock to be into. And like I said, I'm not smart enough to make money from this. I'm, I don't know when this is gonna end i don't really see much growth for the company i'm not a fan of oil stocks as a whole so those are again that doesn't mean the investment is wrong it just means it's not for me if, if some some investors might only be looking at a one month time frame i'm here looking at a five year time frame and for me in five years this company does not seem like it would make me money compared to the other companies that i have i have looking out out there so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you guys thought. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. I truly appreciate all the support that you guys are providing. And see you next time.